What's up, everybody? This is William back today with another episode of World of Wally. Uh, our guest today, uh, a couple of gentlemen from the uh, Atlanta, Georgia area, they are part of a group called Terminus Media. Uh, Terminus Media uh, is their main focus, their main goal is to tell stories that are entertaining and enlightening using every storytelling tool available to them. They create unique concept comics and 100 plus page graphic novels that will blow your mind. They animate award-winning shows for government, private, and public companies, as well as their own projects, and that's some of the stuff we'll talk about today. We work toward, they work toward common goals with other companies that share values of integrity and excellence. They are a diverse company with creative and technical talent from all over the globe. They also want everything they do to honor the creator, who has authorized the greatest true story of love and redemption that the world has ever seen. They also want to emphasize the concept of love your neighbor, all your neighbors, by using their gifts and talents to entertain and to equip everyone to live abundant lives. Guys, when we get back from the break today, we're going to talk about the, the um, genesis and the rise of a group called Terminus Media, and we're going to talk about some of their projects that they already have um, kind of in the can or in the works, and we're going to talk about some of their new projects. So if you hang in there, uh, I'll have uh, Mark Stancil and I'll have Dr. Baron Ball on the show with us after the break. So hang in there, guys. Hey, guys. Your host, William, here. Quick question. Are you a First and Second Amendment kind of person? Because if you are, our new affiliate partner, Tactical Brotherhood, is your place. If you're looking for ammo, guns, or gear, check out the link in the episode notes and enter code PATRIOT15 at checkout to receive that 15% discount. Also, Tactical Brotherhood, veteran-owned company. Now, back to the episode. All right, everybody, we're back from the break, and as promised today, uh, Mr. Mark Stancil and Dr. Baron Bell. How are you gentlemen doing today? Hey, glad to have you guys. Uh, the uh, company that you guys have, Terminus uh, Media, is based out of the Atlanta, Georgia area. But as you told me just a moment ago, you guys are scattered out everywhere. You got folks from all parts of the globe. Tell us uh, just a quick snapshot of kind of how Terminus Media got started, how the actual concept began. Sure. Uh, Terminus got started uh, almost 20 years ago now uh, with uh, a bunch of writers getting together in the back room of a, of a comic book shop. Um, we were writing screenplays at the time, and this was, this was back when the movie uh, Fight Club uh, came out. I don't know if you're familiar, but uh, we called our, our little group the Write Club because we would basically go in the basement and write screenplays and critique one another and critique movies that were coming out at the time. Oh, that's derivative of this, and oh, this stinks, or oh, this is great. But we uh, eventually we, we felt like we came up with some great screenplays. And I know the film business is kind of booming in Atlanta right now with the Marvel movies being filmed here, shows like Stranger Things, uh, Ozark are filmed here. But you know, back 20 years ago, there, was, there wasn't very much of a film business. Um, so we, 
we were asking ourselves a question now that we have these screenplays and we don't live in New York, we don't live in Los Angeles, how are we going to get anybody to pay attention to us? So we started making comic books out of our screenplays, uh, really for the purpose of marketing our screenplays. But, you know, we, we started to, to really get a lot of traction with these comic books. People really, really liked the stories. They liked the characters. Uh, and we started out small with what we had. We did little black and white books with uh, little anthology books with four or five mini stories inside um, a little comic book. But, you know, we went to a, a convention in Atlanta called Dragon Con with our, our little you know, our little bundle of comics. And we sold a, a couple hundred of them in a weekend. So we're like, hey, we think we have something here. So we just started making the black and white comics, then we started making color comics, then we started making graphic novels, then we started doing animation to promote our comic books, and so it just kind of grew from there, and we started doing creative services for other companies who liked our comics and animation, wanted us to do it for them, uh, so that's kind of, uh, you know, and we worked with some pretty uh, big clients, the CDC, we did a, over an hour of animation for them, uh, uh, and you know, Nitto Tires, an international tire company, we, mm-hmm. we told the story of the company in comic book form, which is which is unusual and, and a really unique way to tell your company's story. Uh, because if you can tell a story to somebody, you can you can communicate who you are and what your purpose is and uh, what you want to do in the world. So um, yeah, that's how we got started. And so we we met Baron. Bell, Dr. Baron Bell along the way, I was actually uh, speaking at uh, the Art Institute of Atlanta and uh, Dr. Bell was the professor in the class and so we just got to talking and uh, we got together for uh, some so for some lasagna, I think, one, one yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. He, he pitched a story called Radio Free America to me back in the day and uh, so... Yeah, uh, we have a, a graphic novel of that now, and uh, so I, re- I remember you pitching that to me, Baron, and know, it was know, a pretty pretty unique idea. It was, it was pretty strange. So, Dr. Bell, what was your first impression of, of uh, a young Mark Stansel at that point? A young Mark Stansel, he was so young and so just innocence. <laughs> <laughs> um, at the time, and you know, this was back in 09, um, thinking about doing another book this was radio free america and, and you know um you know i did not want to you know go through the dog and pony show of trying to you know get it to marvel or to uh, image or a dark horse you know because you know a lot of competition and i was like okay terminus is their smaller company they're local and you know this these are people who i really could trust my project with based on their track record and so um, I had this really crazy idea at the time that uh, in 2020, there was going to be a cataclysmic event to happen. By the way, this was 2009. I wasn't talking about the coronavirus, at, you know, or anything like that. I was talking about the, the invasion. Um, they, uh, the Russians basically decided that they had enough with us and they decided to invade. And um, you know, this was World War III from, from the perspective of, a DJ living in South Philly, um, 
Um, and so this is kind of like the, the side of World War III that you don't really see, which is the urban side, what's happening in the black community and in the Hispanic community. And, um, and how all of these people basically with the, you know, black kids and cops who are usually the enemies, they come together to fight a common enemy uh, and the Russians. And um, eventually uh, the you know, nation is taken over. These people are now refugees. They fled to Canada. They live in this refugee camp. And the DJ starts a pirate radio station called Radio Free America. And the, the gist of it is he uh, knows of the resistance happening in the United States and he's broadcasting um, code to the resistance fighters through the hip hop, through beats and scratches, and eventually helps to coordinate a, a, a solid resistance. And so I pitched that to Mark. You know, he thought it was great, obviously, because <laughs> we got together. And uh, yeah, we've been, we've been hitting it ever since. The lasagna might have swayed. I'm just saying that might have played a big part in it. So just to just to let's just do a let's just do a quick run through. Let's do a quick run through of of kind of the projects you have up to this point. Just a kind of a Twitter explanation. Just a 140 character description of kind of what you guys have done up to this point. So what what kind of projects have we worked on to present day? things uh but there's really four main things that we're working on right now um the 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 premier project we have at terminus right now is called dominion fall of the house of saul and that's that's an, another creation from dr bell so you want to give the thumbnail of, of dominion yeah yeah so um here's this is another crazy pitch that i that i sat down marked down for and uh basically uh, Dominion is, in short, Star Wars meets Narnia. Um, it is uh, my take on uh, the, uh, the rise of the kingdom of Israel um, through the first king, which is Saul. But this is set in an intergalactic kingdom of, you know, hundreds of worlds with the characters being anthropomorphic characters. So you would have the, the you know, animal head, human body, and um, it's almost kind of like a Shakespearean drama set in space in a way, because it's a family drama. It's about war, but it's also about the family crumbling from the inside out, and if you don't, if you know of anything, anything about King Saul in the Bible, he slowly but surely started going crazy um, after he lost the kingdom and after his bad decisions, and it was given to a new king called David, who who comes up later, but really, you know, when I pitched that to, to um, Mark, I was saying, I have a great idea to do something really, really cool um, and put something a little bit different out there because, you know, a lot of the Bible stories are swords and sandals, and I'm not really sure if I've ever seen you know, an interpretation of a biblical you know, scripture setting set in space. <laughs> I mean, I guess so, some can argue that, you know, George Lucas was, you know, having Skywalker as a messianic character or whatever. Maybe, I, I could see that. But it, it wasn't intentional. This this is very intentional. And so that's this is one of the, the stories and books that we're working on right now. We're currently getting ready to launch book three next month. Okay. Yeah. 
So that's Dominion. Um, and just to kind of run down the other titles, uh, Samson Rise is another uh, title that we well, that we just released uh, two weeks ago. And Samson Rise is, is again, uh, where, where Dominion is inspired by the story of King Saul there in 1 Samuel in the Bible. Uh, Samson Rise is more of a, a gritty sort of uh, realistic telling of, of the story of Samson, but it starts at the end with him sitting in basically in prison and wondering, how did I get here? Um, which I don't know, you know, for those of folks who have done time, uh, one thing that you do when you're doing time is you sit in there and you think about, how did I get here? How did this happen? Uh, so that's another title. Uh, another title that we've uh, worked on is this title, uh, Platypus versus Monkey. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, I was, I was checking that out. I, I, I'm amazed, first of all, by the range of material you guys have got. But I had to actually stop as I was scrolling through the material and read intently about that title because I thought, man, this, I'm not sure how much wine was consumed that night, but that's a story there. So, Yeah, there, uh, I don't know how much, I don't remember how much wine was uh, consumed, so maybe that answers the question. But, uh, you know, this, when we were, you know, talking about Terminus Media as a company, we always kind of saw ourselves as, as, we, we want to tell the stories that, that, that we have kind of in our brains. Like we would rather create something, create the, instead of doing Spider-Man for Marvel, uh, which has been done by so many great creators over so many years. Um, and it's great and we love it, but we wanted to tell new stories. We want to create new characters. And, uh, so our company, kind of our mascot, our Mickey Mouse is the platypus. This kind of odd little character with web feet and a duck bill, and and uh, in, in our story again, an anthropomorphic platypus is uh, just kind of chilling out in, in New York City, thinking about his life and driving his 1967 Thunderbird and, and talking like Humphrey Bogart, <laughs> right? And uh, he comes into an encounter with this super Soviet. Uh, cyber monkey that was a test subject for the Soviet space program shot into space, lost in deep space for 30 years and then returned to the earth. But they missed the Soviet union and they hit New York city when he, when he lands, but um, the aliens found him frozen and they returned him to earth. But uh, they repaired his brain with data found on the ship that, that he was basically out in deep space and which was filled with Soviet propaganda. So when he shows up in New York city, he thinks his job is to take over again, the United States for the Soviet union. So he starts, you know, uh, waving the, the Soviet flag and, you know, and, and quoting Joseph Stalin and all these other Soviet leaders, you know, in our state, naturally, there can be no place for freedom of speech, press, and so on. For this is foes of socialism. Andrei Vyshensky, the law of the Soviet state. And he starts spouting off all of this propaganda to, to our, our hero, Humphrey Bogart Platypus. And uh, so they have some words. And the words turn into, you know, physical uh, altercations. Mm. <laughs> but if you can picture the monkey... 
Uh, I don't know if you ever saw that old War of the Worlds movie back in the day. Uh, where they had the original the kind of hovering ships with yeah. the, the gun that, that looked almost like a snake. Well, the, the monkey's tail is kind of like the, the guns on those old War of the War War of the World ships. And uh, so, yeah, it's 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 funny it's crazy it's 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 little cartoon characters but there's also a message there uh that socialism and sort of what what have been traditional american values are very different (laughs) right like one quote that the monkey spouts out is ideas are far more powerful than guns we don't allow our enemies to have guns why would we allow them to have ideas (laughs) <laughs> this is a this is a Joseph Stalin quote, right? Right. And it wasn't a joke. <laughs> it was not a joke when Joseph Stalin said this. And so, you know, there's there's a stark contrast, and it's a, a, a story about a little platypus and a monkey is is a great way to sort of tell that in a fun, engaging way. But uh, a lot of folks come away from it, uh, and it makes them think, which is is it. You know, thinking is a good thing. It's a thing that not a lot of folks are doing these days. That's true. So, a quick question for you. From what I'm hearing, the projects you guys have in the works have already done, um, where does the inspiration come from? Is it just bits and pieces of of sci-fi and fantasy and, and, you know, growing up with the comic books and, and just pop culture. Did you just, everything you could think of, you just sat down in a room and just started jotting down notes and said, you know what, I can make a storyline out of this. Is that where that comes from? You're, you're absolutely right. And the thing is, you know, um, and, and, you know, for me, you know, I'm a Christian and, you know, I, I love God and I see God as kind of like the, the template for creativity. And everything that I have within me, I, I just needed to get it out. You know what I'm saying? And uh, as an artist and as a writer, those are things that I really felt, you know, important first for me. Of course, I wanted to be commercial. Of course, I wanted to, to sell. Of course, I wanted to be successful. But first, it was something that I had to get out. So, yeah, I mean, you'll see in Dominion, you know, the things that I love. You know, yeah, I love the Bible. I love history. But I also love Transformers. <laughs> I also love Star Wars. I also love, you know, Doom and, you know, C.S. Lewis, Chronicles of Narnia. And, and, you know, so those are things in Radio Free America, you know. I, I love hip-hop. I love the old school public enemy and, and all that other stuff. So you'll see mm. some of that also in, in, in what I write, too. So, you know, and I think the thing I appreciate about Mark and, and Permis is that they allow us to, to be expressive of the things that we appreciate things that we love uh of course it has to be commercial because of course we're still a business so we have to be able to sell things but you know we're not micromanage so yeah i really appreciate that same thing for you mark that is that where your inspiration just bits and pieces of your of your existence that you just kind of put down you know is it is it a notepad you walk around with a notepad all the time and go whoop here's the next concept well, you know, it's a, it's a strange thing, and, and we do classes, you know, at, at conventions. Uh, folks ask us to do classes on the creative process, how to create a comic book. And uh, one of the things that we talk about is, you know, have you ever been, like, dozing off to sleep or in the shower or, or, or at work or something, and an idea, an idea pops into your brain? Mm-hmm. And 
it's it's like it's it's clear and it's like oh gosh i've never thought of it that way before that 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 little piece of inspiration and i think we've all had that experience where we're dozing off to sleep we have that great idea and we go yeah i'm gonna write that down in the morning that's a great idea right there that that dog will hunt that's right <laughs> and you wake up in the morning and you can't and remember <laughs> How was that so great? I don't know. Um, so what we encourage people to, to do when they when they get that that, that inspiration, that muse, uh, we used to say, hey, keep a notepad next to your bed and make sure you have a light with a little string on it where you can you know not have to get out of bed to write down your idea. Because um, that, that's when I get a lot of ideas as I'm kind of decompressing and, and kind of falling asleep. Uh and, and so now I have a, I have a, I have an iPhone and it has a notes section and that notes section, every time I have an idea, I, I put it in the notes section and I think I'm up to like 125 story ideas. Um, not all of them great. Cause sometimes you write it down, you know, that night and you're like, Oh, this is the greatest thing I've ever thought of ever. And you read it the next morning you're, and, and you're like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, sometimes we have, we have those, those ideas and it's, it's something that, I don't know, I think it's like Baron said, you know, uh, the creator created, created all this stuff. So when we are creating, we are doing, we are sort of, I feel like when we're creating things, we're sort of in tune with the creator. Right. And so, you know, I think, I think the creator has something that they want to say. They have something they want to communicate, some kind of some kind of idea, some kind of payload that they're trying to communicate to somebody. And uh, you know, you, we've we've all read books that were written hundreds, thousands of years ago, and we we read those stories and they still resonate today. Uh, you know, Charles Dickens wrote the the books about you know basically being. Uh, yeah, the book about uh, Ebenezer Scrooge, right? Mm-hmm. That, that was written a long time ago, but we all, can all relate to the themes in uh, in that story. Uh, so it's the same thing with with what we're doing with comic books and and animation, uh, and, and especially with Dominion and uh, our Samson story. You know, these are stories that are where Dominion is inspired by the events uh, about King Saul and First Samuel. The Samson is a more sort of like verbatim telling of the Samson story, but these these biblical stories have sort of timeless truths that we can all sort of agree on. You don't have to be a, a Christian or a Jewish in the Jewish faith to to read a Bible story and to to learn from it. There there are timeless truths. Things like uh, we you reap what you sow. If you talk to a Buddhist or a Hindu, they'll say yeah. You it, you reap what you sow. Yep, that's that is true, and uh, so uh, the great thing about the Bible is it's pretty inexhaustible in terms of content. We could create uh, great stories based and inspired on the Bible uh, pretty much forever and not right. run out of material. Right. Uh, so, and and it's it's a funny thing. Uh, biblical literacy now is is very different than it was fifty years ago. Right or 60, 75 years ago, uh, you know, definitely in the United States, uh, where 
everybody pretty much was familiar with the Bible. Uh, it was taught in schools, that sort of thing. But I, I think our culture has changed, uh, and and it's changed in some good ways. <laughs> um, but I think one thing that we've lost though is, is biblical literacy. I think a lot of people, the only read, the, the only time they ever read the Bible is to win an argument with somebody on social media, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Oh, I'm really going to get them with this one, you know. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those the stories are, are are there, and there's something there, there's something that you always get when when you you know read a Bible story. There's always something you're always going to get something out of it. Uh, sometimes it's 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 inspirational, but sometimes it's like, man, I need to I need to get it together, <laughs> and that ain't a bad thing. Plus, the Bible, like you were talking about the the kind of seismic change the way the Bible's treated now. The Bible is more, and that's why I'm kind of amazed with what you guys are doing because the Bible with this generation, the younger generation, the young people of America today, they treat stories from the Bible more like fantasy and sci-fi. They don't, they don't see any any real relevance or validity to them. They they can't believe they they have to think it's made up because they can't believe you know something that awesome could have happened. Um, one quick question: uh, Do you guys everything that you guys are putting out is it a creation project between the two of you uh, individually? Are you guys the only ones cranking out any of the creative content, or do you have? others you know behind the scenes that are playing active parts in it that you might want to give a shout out to at this time so and we have a really really great team i mean you know we could not do what we do without without our team um we have uh daniel hancock who is the co-writer of dominion he's also the co-writer on samson rise um he created um uh, end of darkness which is another project that we have it's an audio drama of the life of jesus so he's a fantastic director um, who's just been a blessing to our team um, Robin Moody does the social media behind the scenes she also does marketing stuff it's just like you know rock stars <laughs> doing their thing um, we have uh, the, the team who, who created Samson Rye former Disney artist uh, Matt Baker and um, Daryl what's Daryl Pennington Daryl Pennington they're based yeah. in Australia and you know they're really this really amazing, amazing storytellers. Um, Mark, did I miss anybody? Oh, yeah, oh, the Dominion team, what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, um, uh, Christopher Hunt, who is my colorist, and if you see the background, you'll see, uh, you know, he just does amazing, amazing colors. Um, uh, we had a couple of, uh, of interns come through. Took right at the moment, the Dominion team is myself and Christopher and then we have an intern that just came on, Alicia, uh, who's helping with colors as well. But, you know, we, we have a really, it's not a large, large team, but the team that we have is, is rock solid. And these are the people who we, we can say we can go to, so we know, hey, listen, if things need to be done, if things need to be done on time, and professional, and a high, high quality, um, you know, we can, get it, we can get it done with this team. Uh, we, <laughs> we were on another podcast, and they were, asking us about, um, hey, how's it feel to, to be competition with DC and Marvel? And, you know, I'm like, right now, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, uh, David didn't say to, you know, Saul, hey, oh, no, Goliath is too big. I'm not going to go. No, he just said, bring it up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you, you come with, uh, you know, swords and shields and all that. You, you come with, you know, the army of the living God, you know? So it's, it's like, 
that's the way we feel. We can go up against anybody because our team is solid. We're unified. And uh, we work hard. Well, I... I purposely was not going to bring up the David versus Goliath comparison because I and I wasn't going to compare you guys to Marvel or DC because from everything I've seen, you guys are a unique product on to your own, uh, you all to your own because uh, you guys are cranking out similar content, but the purpose of your content, I think, is um, you you used the word uh, I think you used the term commercialized or something the other day. Of course, you want to make money doing it or, or sell the product. But I think there's a lot deeper purpose in y'all's work than than just trying to. Yeah. Now, if there was a series of movies, you know, similar to what they got going on in the MCU right now, you probably you guys probably wouldn't turn that down. But I'm just saying right now, I think you guys are uh, pretty content just turning out quality content. So. Well, you know, our thing, our mission at Terminus Media is to um, inspire and entertain. Okay. And you know, along the way. You know, yes, we sell books, of course, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, for me, I don't even know if I would want to do this if there wasn't that inspirational element in in the company. You know what I'm saying? Because I did Dominion because I love the Bible. I love Star Wars. (laughs) I love all these things, and I, I really want to tell a good story. But, you know, in telling the story... We do want to hopefully plant a seed that can lead people back to the Bible, to the source material. We even include study guides at the end of our all of our books that that can say, "Hey, listen, when when you know King Saul and Dominion said this, this is where it's coming from." Um, and you know, Mark is a great writer, and he puts together all of our study guide materials. He's very well learned in, in uh, uh, biblical education. And so that component is, I think, the secret sauce to bring the two worlds together. So we're, you know, and we always say, listen, you know, if you don't want that part of the book, you don't have to have it. You know what I'm saying? I have many people, my twin brother is an agnostic, but he read Dominion and he was like, bro, you hit it. You know what I'm saying? Because he's a Marvel DC fan. He, he loves comics and he just loves good stories. And he's like, yo, this is such a great story. And that's really what it's about, building great characters first. Of course, we use our faith in everything because that's who we are. But we don't come out with an agenda. We're just telling stories. And uh, and then, of course, for those people who do have that seed planted and they would like to know more, it's there. It's at the back of the book. I had to backdoor that that whole staff credit deal because I, I actually followed Daniel Hancock on social media. So I, I had a, I had a, an inkling of what you guys were doing because I've seen some of his work. I will make a quick reference on the uh, – you guys been talking about some different projects y'all have got. I remember being a young kid, and I mean when I say young, I mean like back in the 70s, like pre-teenage stuff, and they had a uh, an illustrated um, a book, you know, bound book version of Bible stories. I think it was called The Bible Story was actually what it was called. 
And I think it originally came out way back in the 50s, but I think they kind of keep recycling it through the 70s and 80s, I think even to the 90s. And I used to read, you know, I used to watch and read that stuff and think, man, this would be, you know, if they would have continued to modernize that, it would be sort of what you guys are doing now. So when I saw the um, the Samson rise, I'm thinking this, if I could present this, because I, I have the opportunity over the last 25 or so years to work with a lot of youth in different situations, church settings and, and events and stuff. And if I was able to have presented this to some of those young people, it would have piqued their interest to the point that a lot of them would have been a lot more receptive to the Bible, the stories of the Bible, the concept behind the word. So, uh, guys, I, I commend you guys for what you're doing. Hey, um, before, uh, we start winding everything down, let's, then, then we've talked about your older projects, talked about your newer projects. What's on the horizon? Like he said he had 140, I think Mark said he had like 140 ideas in the, in the phone. Like, do we, have we narrowed it down and got a couple of projects we're literally going to start working on or, or is he going to keep looking at it every morning, Monday morning and going, man, I, what did I put down last night? So, so where, where are we? Yeah. Well, next up, um, for, uh, for Terminus is chapter three of dominion. And then following that, we're, um, we are going to be producing a, a project, um, that, that I wrote called Ascension and Ascension is, 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 <clears throat> it's based on a true story of, uh, in the, and again, it happened in the former Soviet union where there was a UFO that crashed and they sent the scientists out to study it, to find out what happened. Uh, the scientists, all they found was a big, basically indention in the ground, no, no wreckage, and they were staying in a village nearby and they started observing that the villagers started having nightmares. They started, some of them started killing themselves and they determined that it was a result of whatever this was that, that crashed to the earth. Um, they, and ultimately they came to the conclusion, they called them trans-dimensional super beings, right? Um, and so what Ascension is, is, uh, is, is about a kid who has, you know, whose parents are kind of like, they're, they're, it's like, if you, if you took the, 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 uh, if you took the exorcist and you turned that exorcist into like, uh, a team of, uh, special forces, okay. you sent them out to deal with problems like this. Um, those are his parents, right? They are, they are on that team. But he gets left at home because it's too dangerous. He has to stay with grandma. He's he's bummed out because he doesn't get, get to go to these exotic places and do this work. Uh, but this particular challenge is so daunting. It's so it's so heavy that he needs to be sort of drafted into the effort uh, to fight this. And so it's it's his process of going from doing nothing and being bummed out about not being able to do something to uh, learning to fight this battle. Uh, that's not a physical battle. It's a, it's a metaphysical battle. And so Ascension is, is his story, his story of becoming a warrior and, and joining his, his parents and his people in the fight. Uh, so that's, that's what's coming up next. <clears throat> and it, uh, 
you know, the, the story has something to say that there's, that there's more to this world than what we can see with our physical eyes and that there's, there, there are good forces and there are evil forces and that it's a, it's ultimately, it's a spiritual battle that can only be, be won with spiritual weapons. And those weapons are what, what this kid, Victor, learns to use over the course of this story. So that's, that's what's really coming up awesome next. Concept artwork for this art. I'll take a say, man, it, that's, that sounds like a feature-length film is what that sounds like. <laughs> hey. 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 From the land of the Walking Dead and the Kendricks brothers, make it happen. So. <laughs> All right, so guys, any any uh, any parting shots you guys want to share before y'all share how to find all of your material? Um, the, the only thing I'll say is that um, you know, keep on the lookout. You know, we're doing more stuff. You know, um, we're really excited about uh, Dominion Three coming out next month, and then after that, we're going to have a, a collection of the first three chapters uh, in a trade paperback that's going to come out. Area after that, it's going to be this summer. Okay. Uh, so it'll be Dominion Volume One, uh, and uh, so, and then of course, it'll be by the end of the year, we're going to be having more Dominion coming out as well. So um, it's just exciting. It's an exciting time. We're really uh, just loving what we're doing. We're building a solid fan base, and uh, the Lord is is, is working. Amen. Mark, yeah. what we got, man? Well, how can we find you guys? Yeah. Um, you know, I would just say, you know, we're having a lot of fun doing what we're doing. I remember my old college professor, uh, uh, Howard Hendricks from Dallas Theological Seminary, talking about sharing the Bible with people. And he's like, if you want to bore them, bore them with Shakespeare. Bore them with nuclear physics. But don't bore people with the Bible. Right. And that's our whole point is trying to share this timeless book with other people. And we're having a lot of fun doing it. And, uh, you know, they say, oh, well, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. And Amen. that's not true because you can give, you can put a salt lick out there, right? Right. That horse will get real thirsty and that horse will drink the water. And that's what we're doing with these books, Dominion and Samson and Ascension that's coming up. So just encourage folks, uh, check out our website, Terminus Media. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-U-S-M-E-D-I-A.com. And you can see little trailers that Daniel Hancock, the excellent uh, producer, has produced uh, for Dominion and for Samson. You get a feel for it. And uh, just encourage folks to check it out. Uh, Come check us out on Facebook and Twitter. And we're on LinkedIn and all the social media sites. And just follow along with us and uh, let us know what you think. We we really appreciate feedback from folks. So, uh, that's, that's all I got. Well, guys, that's outstanding. I, I'm glad you guys came on today. I'm, I've, I was super excited to talk to you guys because after checking y'all's work out, it's just absolutely amazing. So for my listeners, guys, TerminusMedia.com, they are cranking out content in droves. We got feature films in the works. It's it's crazy. <laughs> all right, guys, thank y'all. Can't thank y'all enough, all and right. I'll be talking to y'all in the future, okay? Okay. Thanks. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. And as always, guys, Wally. Out. Hey guys, quick shout out to Timothy O. Davis of Ridgewood Recording Studios. His studio offers a full line of music production ranging from song demos and singles to fully produced albums. He focuses on excellence at every level of the recording and production process and will work with you for your project specific needs. So remember guys, Timothy O. Davis, reach out to him at 
timothydavis.org front slash Ridgewood Studios. This podcast is part of the SJ Network. Go to s-j-network.com for more great podcasts and for contact information on publicist Steve Joyner.